Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quacker and today we're reviewing TMNT, one of the forgotten Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. I didn't watch this movie when it came out. I watched it a few years after it came out and I didn't think much of it to be honest with you, which is probably why this movie is overall kind of forgotten. So I already watched it the other day and was curious how much I remembered and if my opinion had changed. It didn't really. Uh, the movie is just an average comic book team movie for the most part. Um, However, for some reason, I remember them fighting Shredder. They don't fight Shredder. It says in the beginning of the movie that he is believed to be dead, and the Turtles had defeated him previously. However, the Foot Clan's in it, so maybe that's why when I when I saw it, I thought I remembered Shredder being in the movie. But yeah, he is until except at the end when they tease the sequel, and they're like, "Well, I mean, Shredder's dead," and they're like, mm, "No." So I have no idea. I have no idea what's going on in terms of that aspect. But yeah, it's a new villain, so I'm kind of glad they did that. The animation for this movie has aged significantly from 2007, and it looks fucking ugly for the most part. I really don't like looking at this movie, and the only models that look decent are the turtles, fortunately. I mean, at least the title characters look decent. I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's because they're animals and therefore like the clunky, shiny character models just work with the turtles there, there there's that one scene when leo and raph fight and the rain looks okay in that scene but the humans look awful they have like the shiny sheen to them they're just i don't like them they look goofy and i, I just i don't like the looks of them the action sequences aren't bad though the, like I, uh the best scene is when Ra- uh, ralph and leonardo fight on the rooftop after they get into an argument um yeah, the ending battle is what you expect from the time period with superhero movies. A fucking sky beam. I hate that trope, and I've seen it done a million fucking times. I don't want I don't want any more sky beams, okay? I hate it. I hate sky beams. They're my least favorite. I didn't like it in Man of Steel. I didn't like it in the Avengers. I don't like it in this movie. Sky beams are dumb. I don't like them. I, I want no more of them. That's it. They even do it in Iron Man, kind of, at the very last second. Boom, Sky Beam kills the bad guy. No more. I've had enough. Okay? No, no more. I'm kind of glad this has died, died off, though. I don't. I can't remember any recent superhero things where there's a fucking Sky Beam at the end of it. So, yeah. At least the movie actually has a unique villain. Most of these movies just use Shredder. Um, now, I do like him, but they have other villains, so use him. Plus, this movie seems to be a spiritual successor to the original three movies from the 90s. Uh, the Turtles have been active for a while, so they have already befriended uh, Casey Jones and April. So at least it's not another origin story, because of all the shows and movies about them, it would only shoot them in the foot. No pun intended. Uh, most kids and people know who the Ninja Turtles are. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of these characters. I only really liked the first movie when I was a kid, and that was pretty much it. But I can list the four turtles at any given moment and tell you which one has which weapon and which color is which. And I, the majority of people that, you know, know of them can be like, oh, aren't they? Yeah, they can name them and they can usually pick the color. That's about it. It, it, it They are one of the most recognizable combo characters on the planet. So I'm glad they weren't like, let's do another origin. So I'll give them that. The best part of this movie, for sure, is the voice acting, having some well-known actors and some veteran voice actors. Patrick Stewart, Mako, Chris Evans, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar, James Arnold Taylor, Nolan North, Mikey Kelly, Lawrence Fishburne, 
uh, Mitchell Whitfield, Kevin Smith, Kevin Michael Richardson, uh, Zhang Zi, I hope I pronounced that correctly, uh, John DiMaggio, Billy West, Tara Strong, and Jen Cummings. Their performances are great. My favorite is Mako, um, who is, uh, most of you will recognize him as the original voice actor for Uncle Iroh from Avatar The Last Airbender. It was kind of funny, because all I could hear was Uncle Iroh, uh, and he voices <laughs> so a splinter, so it was just kind of weird hearing the teacher for the turtles. I was like, close my eyes, I'm like, Uncle Iroh is teaching the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, that was probably the most fun I had in terms of the voice acting. However, that, I mean, I'll give them credit. At least they use the majority voice actors. I mean, Michelle, Sarah Michelle Geller, she's done a good amount of voice acting, and I think she can do pretty well. Chris Evans is all right as uh, as Ka- uh, Casey. He does all right. Um, Patrick Stewart voices the villain, and he's done also a good amount of, of voice acting, so he's all right. But, yeah, my favorite was uh, Mako. I liked him a lot. Yeah, overall, it's just an average movie. The voice acting's really good. Animation kind of crap. The story's pretty meh. It's just there. It exists. The, the movie starts out with like them being all like splintered and uh, separated because Splinter sent Leo on a mission to learn how to become a better leader. And then the turtles are pissed that he didn't come back in the exact time he was. And they're like, oh, you're doing special training? It's like, well, I mean, Splinter did send him away for it and if leo doesn't feel like he's ready to come back because he didn't learn the lesson that his master set him out for it's kind of understandable um also how the fuck does no one else realize except casey that the vigilante running around the city is fucking Raphael? he looks like a fucking biker turtle how do you not recognize him especially his brothers like mikey is like a huge fan of him and he's like oh yeah look at this cool dude and i'm like it's Raph, it looks like your fucking brother decided to go biker fetish. What's going on? How do you not... Huh? I know Mikey's not the smartest motherfucker, but come on. Not even Donatello or or Leonardo recognizes him until he takes off the fucking helmet. Casey Jones figures it out before the turtles. They actually never figure it out. Raph shows them. So, genius. I don't know how the fuck that happened. Um, but yeah, the villains is eh. I don't really give a shit about the villain. I mean, I'm glad it's not Shredder, but he doesn't. They don't do anything with him really. He's just kind of there. I don't think he's that compelling of a villain. And then he's not even a villain. It ends up being his family. He's immortal, and he's trying to stop being immortal. And the people that he made immortal with him were like, "No, we're staying immortal." It's like, yeah, but you're fucking statues. You're just like stone. They're like, Mm-mm, nope. I want to stay stone, people rock people i'm like okay that's fine i guess so yeah overall i get this one a five out of ten i just think it's an average movie um animation eh, pretty bad the stories eh, it's okay and then the voice acting is really good and the music's i mean what do you expect from a, a 2000s like punk rock album it just sounds like if you ever played tony hawk pro skater it's that soundtrack essentially that's it. And it fits the turtles. So it's not my kind of music, but I can recognize that that fits the turtles and the demographic they're going for. So I'm not really going to complain about it. And it makes sense for him to use that. So that's why it's not really a negative for me. It's more of a positive because they're using it in the right way. So, yeah, five, five to ten. Well, I hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I actually reviewed the first original uh, Ninja Turtles movie. So I want to check that out. That's how I appreciate it. Also, I reviewed a bunch of other stuff. So if you want to check that out, that's also appreciated. 
Also, you should drop a follow whenever I have you streaming through. That way, when I post a new review, you get a notification. You can find out what it is. Also, also stream on Twitch, dr underscore cracker sixty six. Feel free to get to know me more. Tell me I'm wrong about something. Tell me you want to agree with something. Or want to recommend something. That's where you can do it. So thank you, and I hope you have a fantastic day, my friend. Hello, my loyal followers, and today I would like to talk to you about this new and exciting clothing brand, Ten Thirty Three Industries. They are a group of former law enforcement and military members that are working towards giving back to the community that they are a part of. They feel they are obligated to help those that aren't given the resources they need. Working with nonprofit organizations like 220 and Disgruntled Vets, they want nothing more than to fulfill whatever the community that they love needs. They don't follow the words of good enough. Due to their strong background and discipline, they strive for excellence in quality goods. Having hats, barware, women's and men's clothing, having performance shirts, base shirts, and graphic tees. A great choice for anyone that is proud of what America should stand for and those that have protected and served its people and land. You can find them at www.1033usa.com along with more information about them and their affiliates. They have given me a discount code to give to you all. Use promo code 1033NATION at the checkout for $5 off your order. And that is all caps. Again, 1033NATION at the checkout for $5 off. Thank you, and please support the show's sponsor by using the discount code. It shows them that I sent you, and I greatly appreciate it. And I hope you have a fantastic day.